We are here in Broadcast Central. How's that? We just played an old episode, there. We did play an old episode. Maybe we could just play the whole episode. Yeah, and just that's go an on. idea. Why don't we just do that? And go to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? We are very disorganised and rushed off our feet. Have we ever been this bad, Tim? No. That's... And I don't mean bad as in like uh, ordinary. We know we're ordinary presenters. We know yep. we're not that funny or good looking or have a lot of money, but uh, we've got a lot of other good traits. <laughs> Do we? I think. <laughs> I'll make a list over the next two hours. We'll yeah, see. so look, it's been a it's been a flat out day and uh, we're both rushed to the point where I am in fact, and I didn't mean to, but I'm wearing my slippers. <laughs> I had a good chuckle, mate. I was running late. Wasn't I? I got here at 5-2 yeah. and you were me waiting outside going, oh, I don't want to be a sport sport, mate, but we've got like two minutes till right. we're on. And I'm rushing around, I'm stressed, and then I see what you're wearing on your feet, and it just takes it all away from me. It it's does. Immediately. It's all relative, isn't it? Well, I thought I was going bad, <laughs> but uh, Tim takes the cake. I've got to say, though, like it was at first it was an accident, but then you sort of get into it. Mate, slippers outside in public's fantastic. It, it sort of says to me a little bit, I give up. It does. You've crested the hill of life. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing else to look forward to. I'm not to. interested in anyone's opinion. I'm just preparing for old age incontinence and death. Yeah, That's and only a few years away too. Like that. So not the death uh, part. I'm sure you'll I, drain the, the systems for a lot more years to come. But well, look, I'm going for two years to five years for my type 2 diabetes, and then you know that'll take a few dollars out of the system again. Excellent. In fact, take back some of what I've given. Yeah, I think well, so. I'll it's time to take enough. back. Yeah, I'm at that point in my life too. I'm sick of like giving. <laughs> take, take, take. Righto. Look, let's get in. Well, we're going to immerse ourselves today in this day in history. We're going to look at April the 19th in history. Okay. Why is that? Yeah. I don't know. Why not? Oh, we're going to actually go. Well, see, we didn't discuss this. No, that's right. This is, this, there's going to be plenty of this tonight. Where okay. We can discuss stuff and it's just going to happen. Look, I'm just going to go with the flow. Usually I've got the chart in front of me. You don't know. I've you got do. the, the You're time sheet. actually very organized. T- tonight, I just can't be bothered. I've no. just said, right, let's just go in there. Let's yep. talk shit that's for it. two hours. And if anyone's listening, I apologize for what's about to happen. Not come. at all. We'll be absolutely tip top. And also, we're going to have a bit of a humble brag about our international audience. Now, you told me something about this today. Can you please tell the listeners? What's going on here? Look, I don't want to give away too much, but we are being heard around the globe. Really? Yes, and it's very exciting. Well, it's a little bit scary too, don't no, you think? it is, it is. Hopefully those people don't speak a word of English. Well, maybe they were looking for a cooking show. <laughs> I don't know. But look, we're going to go into Mailbag, which continues to disappoint as always. Uh, that's crap I lay into a Guns N' Roses classic. And Ooh, Luke, what are we going to lay into? Controversial, oh, no, Tim. that's right. I think you're just going to rail against life in general, aren't you? Oh, I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. over everything at the moment. No, fair enough. Associate Professor David Bade gives us an update on stuff, which yep. is always a treat. Always good to hear from Associate Professor David Bade. Indeed. Uh, commercial radio superstar. There you go. Sarah Marie Cameron. Now, that sex. is exciting because now, I, I first met Sarah Marie yeah. by going on her show, her morning show she used to do every morning in Geelong, K-Rock uh, Station in Geelong. Uh, we'll give them a bit of a shout out. Now, was that, that was to promote a comedy show, wasn't it? Uh, no, the, that was B-Dragons, I think, we were talking it? about. And we just got chatting about comedy. And next thing you know, she's doing stand-up uh, with us. She's part of our group. She is. Uh, but 
she was so professional when I walked into her studio. That I'm just a little bit concerned, Tim, that we're not going to be able to return that favour. Well, look, quite frankly, we've got the voice FM things up on the wall. Uh, we're sitting yeah. here. We've got headphones on for starters. Well, that's a good start. So I, I mean, mine are on backwards. I just realised that. That's why they're not sitting very comfortably. But <laughs> I don't think she'd notice that. <laughs> yeah, she would. She would? This is what she does for a living. She oh, does yeah. this for money, remember? Yeah. Um, well, and look, it, it might bring a little touch of professionalism to the show. That's well. That someone is on here who can speak properly, that's eloquently, right. and knows a little bit about what they're doing. About presenting on radio, that's yeah. right. And look, uh, finally, before we play a song in the segment that keeps on giving, we're going to give the usual treatment to the usual suspects in Aussies in Hollywood. Well, that does sound exciting. Should we play a song yes. first? Yes, please. The show goes on. Who was that, Luke? Uh, that was Incubus. I just heard from uh, Justin before us who wanted to play a Incubus song, but he just did not have the balls. Is that right? Does that require- I don't know. I made that last bit up. I think he did want to play them, though. I think he was quite happy to hear it. Does it require fortitude of some sort to play Incubus? No, I wouldn't have thought so, mate. So you not nearly as controversial as some of the songs we played by accident. <laughs> well, you did actually contact me during the week and said, can you please, please listen to any songs that your kids <laughs> recommend and make sure there's no C words, N words, F words, or any other words starting with a letter. That might get us in trouble. <laughs> now, listen, one thing. Now, if tonight is ever going to be a night that we're going to forget it, listeners, don't let us forget the, eight, oh, the ad. The 844 ad. Yeah, it's, it's programmed, isn't it? It is programmed, and it will come on no matter what. So. Now, we did have, I think a couple of weeks back, we planned it beautifully. We where did. We, we knew it was coming. We counted yeah. down. We talked enough crap to yeah. make it look like we'd planned it. When Done really it properly, just, yeah. I think it was two yeah. weeks ago. It yeah. looked absolutely schmicko. Last week no, was a farce. Absolute farce. As this has been every other week around the 844 ad. Now, would you like to hear about this day in history first or would you like well, to hear about Well, can I say before you do that, yeah. we have a listener who's already messaged in. Now, do you remember a few weeks back we uh, got a phone call from Wayne from Mount Mercer, oh, was I it? do. Keen Cats fan. Well, he's already messaged in tonight. He's listening again. Yeah. He wanted to know why we were so tardy, why yep. we started at 8.09. I think we've adequately explained that. Well, I think it's because we're useless. We all understand that <laughs> and we're running late and we decided not to oh. jeopardise the integrity of our show by being unprepared for the first nine minutes. Quality, we, we prefer to put on some songs. So sorry about that, Wayne, but thank you for listening, no, mate, and look you, forward to maybe hearing from you throughout the night. So That's tell right. us about this day in history, Tim. Well, this day in history seemed like a good idea when I printed out the Wikipedia page this afternoon while I was at work. How do you do that? What's like, that? Can you go to Wikipedia and say what happened on this day? Yeah, just type in April 19. And yeah, it comes right. up with all six pages. Of, you can hear it here, listeners. Six pages. Six, of, six, I can vouch he's got six pages there. Of solid research. And what the listeners don't understand is how much effort that is for you because computers are not your friend, Tim. The computers are not my friend. I've only just got a mobile phone in the last six months. <laughs> Before that, I was using a pager. I you know used what? to send Tim um, videos of his comedy gigs. We used to video them and I'd send them all to him. They'd take me a long time to compile, long time to send. Not one of them ever got downloaded. So so much effort. I'm so sorry. You couldn't so work true. out how to do it. I couldn't. And it's actually really, really, really easy. Now, look, there's a few categories we can look at first. We'll look at uh, first things that seem like a good idea at the time. We'll go on that category. Uh, the first one is on this day, April 19 in 1770. Marie Antoinette marries Louis the Sixteenth of France. And uh, that would have seemed like a great idea at the time. Didn't end up so well. What happened there? Uh, they both got their heads chopped off. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. So bad. Was it a height issue or? No, I don't believe it was sort of a Montague Street issue. I think it was a, it was a state sanctioned <laughs> execution after the French decided they didn't want to have a royal family anymore. And all things in moderation, they just chopped off the heads of everyone who was an aristocrat or rich or everything. So Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's see. No, I've got another one about a guy taking acid. Where'd I put that? This is my this is my favourite one out of all the ones. All well, six. Hang on. When you said what happened on this day, I thought you meant like famous occurrences, not just well, people in the street dropping acid and then writing no, wait, about well, it on wait, Wikipedia. Bear with me, right? Okay. So, There's more to it. Because, I jumped the gun, didn't I? No, a little bit. But the problem is, right? So you think surely something could happen on April nineteenth? Mm. Well, I say it's a pretty quiet day throughout history. April nineteenth has been a quiet day yeah, generally. So look, I'll just pick one. Look, here we go. Random. What's this? I oh, know it's a death. Don't do that. No, that's a birth. Hang on. <laughs> You're in the wrong section. Yeah, I know. You're probably on the wrong uh, page, to be honest. In 1975, India's first satellite, the Abhi Hatta, launched an orbit from somewhere in Russia. There you go. There we go. So, like, that's, I mean, really, if you think about it, that's actually a pretty important event, but we can't sell that to our listener. I don't imagine anyone listening to this station would be interested in that or, or Wikipedia in general. <laughs> do, you know what, hey, do you know what one of the coolest things on Wikipedia is, though? There's a button up on the left-hand side called Random Article. Mm-hmm. If you click it, it just takes you to a random article. Now, I've got to say, there's nothing more random on Wikipedia than the Random Article button. Really? You will learn about Canadian B-grade ice hockey. You'll learn about insects. Why don't we about- do that as a segment then? Yeah, right. Like every Monday, yep. you compile it, hit Random Article, yep. and just bring in the first one that comes up. Done and we deal. talk about it. Done deal. Right. And we have to make it interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be well, tough I mean, with that what, Indian satellite thing. Why start now? But yeah. yeah. All right. I think the people at home be sitting there saying, listen, fellas, this isn't what the internet was made for. But it is, isn't it? Well, well, not it. at my house. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 1943, here's the one I was getting to. Albert Hoffman deliberately doses himself with LSD for the first time three days after having discovered its effects on April 16th. So he's, okay. he's obviously given it to a test what, subject. What year was that? 1943. So things are a bit grim. Yeah, okay. So it's figuring War. Could be, yeah. yeah, it could be dead Don't know tomorrow. what's happening. Yeah. So I might as well drop a few tabs of acid and get off yeah. my dial and enjoy my last few moments of life as some chemically induced introspection. So That could have been like the new Manhattan Project. <laughs> he's, uh, look, we can't beat you, but how about you have a little bit of this and well, we all just get along and hold hands. That's it. Well, it is Hoffman, isn't it? So it does suggest it's a German person. Yeah, possibly. And yeah. so instead of blowing stuff up, he's just there staring at his hands and, you know. That's thinking, probably why his son Dustin was so weird uh, in the end. Is he weird? I don't know. He's eccentric, wasn't he, Dustin Hoffman? Uh, do you know what the difference between eccentric and weird is? What? Money. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Isn't it? Because yeah. if you're rich and weird, you're eccentric. If you're poor and weird, you're just weird. You're just weird. That's it. Yeah. Uh, now, if I can just fill some more time, oh, here we go. Here's one that ended well. It started well, but didn't end well. Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger is elected to the papacy and becomes Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. There you go. Didn't end well. Do you know what happened to him? He got made into a breakfast with eggs. Do you know what? I feel I feel as if I've... Look, I've actually done research here. I know. Right? I, I, it's almost stuff. like I'm not taking you seriously. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so a, tell me what happened to Pope Eggs Benedict. Well, Pope's Eggs <laughs> Benedict, who'd visited Eggs Florentine, um, um, <laughs> he was the first Pope in 400 years to resign. Was he really? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of speculation about why. But anyway, so there you go, before we get in trouble. What was yet. the speculation about? Um, well, do you know what? I've learnt recently that maybe sometimes we have to be careful about stuff that we say on air. So, uh, oh, here we go, birthday, still 1978, James Franco. You're a big James Franco fan, aren't you? Oh, I, I like films, and he's a, not a bad actor. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. But like, who's he? Which one's he? What's he in? He did the one where he, uh, 127 hours, where he cut his arm oh, off. Oh, Aaron Ralston. Yeah, 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 he played that guy. Um, Is he in the, the one about Kim Jong-il? No, who's yes. that? Yes. 
that's Eddie, James Franco, the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's right. been in a lot of films. In fact, the best thing I like him for, if you've ever seen the show on Comedy Central, The Roast, and they did a roast of James Franco and yeah. had all his mates on it, and it was hilarious. It's a very American concept, isn't it? The roast. I think it's great. I think it's, like it's the last thing I think you can see now on TV where they don't curb themselves. That's where, true. Where nobody writes in and complains, and someone gets fired over it. But I put this to you that Americans go, yeah, you know, we let loose on James Franco on a TV show in Australia. That's just a Tuesday. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do every yeah. single day of the week. Yeah. Well, it's nothing unusual. Well, there's certain words that you wouldn't say in front of your grandmother that we just call each other when we see each other. Oh, it's so true. It's like saying hello. It is. Yeah, it's another pronoun, isn't it? Yeah. Now, moving off today in history, because that was actually, if I'm being honest, a bit of a dud, but what we're going to talk about now <laughs> is our international audience. Now, tell me about this, because you did mention it earlier on the phone, yeah. but you didn't really go into a lot of detail. I think you've done that deliberately. No, no, I want to keep you, you know, keep you keep, keep it fresher on air. Absolutely. So um, on our provider for our podcast. Yeah. Right. So are we on a podcast, Tim? Tell me about it. Oh, well, how would we, I don't know, how would we get to know, I think what would, people- Would you go to like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or even Spotify, Spotify now? In fact, most of the places where you get your podcast, you can type in fat and ginger. Yeah. See a little animation sort of representation of Luke and I. Yeah. And then you can, I think we've got five episodes up there, about to have six. Just make sure when you type in fat and ginger, you're on the right site because That's there's right. some weird stuff that comes up on other sites. And uh, anyway, so on our podcast provider, get onto that. It's great stuff. Um, because we're now- Shameless. <laughs> sorry, Wayne. Um, <laughs> because because we now, you pay money to do it, it provides with statistics yep. and tells you where people are downloading a podcast. Okay. And I'm very proud to announce since the start of April- I imagine in a lot of non-English speaking countries. No, no. So like obviously a vast, vast majority have been downloaded here in Australia. Yep. But there's been one downloaded in Denmark, which would be Karen from Denmark. Where she's messaging, yes. Yep, yep. So she's a keen listener. Hello, Karen. Yep. G'day. Uh, and the Do you reckon one. they call them Karens over there? Yeah, no, I'd say so. Is, is, it, is it an international renowned thing? Oh, it's a bit rough. I mean, Karen's a listener. We can't hang shit on. And, and in Sweden, they probably wouldn't have gingers anyway, would they? Everyone's, everyone's blonde. And no, there'd be gingers everywhere. Yeah? There's gingers in the Middle East. We're very lazy people, Tim. I don't what, know gingers? if we travel a lot. Who? Oh, I see gingers in general. Yeah. It's like... It's like Anyway, we're getting a shame one another time. Okay. Now, <laughs> so, okay. So we've got, uh, obviously, our Danish listener. We've got a listener in Spain. In Spain? In Spain. Yeah, right. One in New Zealand. Okay. And Just one. Just one. And right. it is just one in each of these countries, too. Mm. Not two or three. Just, just one. one. So they've listened to it and gone, I'm not letting this contagion spread in my country. So maybe maybe it's like a test. The government are testing, like they're torturing someone, and they go, right, I download that podcast. And they go, no, no, that's Play too it. much for them. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> 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 I would cut this thing down. That's it. Go on Bay. That's out. it. And I'm happy to say we've broken into the US market. We have. We have. Guess how many listeners we have in the States. Well, there's a lot of people in the States, hundreds and millions of people. Yeah. They've all got nothing to do. What? How many? Just one. Just one. Okay. Just, Fair enough. Just a single okay. one. Okay. Uh, well, if we're changing one life out there, then uh, we're doing a bad job. I put it to you that if this show is changing your life, your life must be in dire, yeah, dire you, you straits. Must. Well, I can only imagine you're changing it for the worse, not the better. <laughs> That's true. We're not That's helping place. anyone. Let's be honest. All right. Are we going to play a song? Yep. Look at that. Sure, mate. So we, we've got a little bit of everything here. We just had the guys stop by from the last show to tell us how great our music is when they heard Sure. They were so excited. Um, what sure. do you think about Sure? Uh, where they come from? I don't know. I just saw it there and I thought, I'm going to play a bit of Sure because who's going to stop me? She's still alive? I don't think she's been alive since 1968, is she? I don't know. <laughs> Although she did that, you know that song uh, she did, If I Could Turn Yeah, yeah, where she was on uh, the USSS Missouri, I think it was. That's right. She had a bit of gaffer tape yeah, as, a, as a costume. Gaffer, yeah. <laughs> And a, and a leather jacket. 
we actually stood on that boat. It's at Pearl Harbor. Uh, Is that the Missouri? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was, it was the Missouri, yeah. yeah. With massive uh, guns on it. So did Cher at the time yeah, when she was on there. But we, we did the dance. We filmed it and I made a little clip. Did when you? I, when, I, when I got back to Australia, I'll yeah. I'd to see that. That's fantastic. Mate, I, I didn't get into the same get up. No, uh, no. Unfortunately. Um, well, thanks you for it. Yeah, so. <laughs> now, is there anything you want to talk about tonight, Luke? Uh, look, I was just going to mention the fact, right, I, on the weekend I went to a 21st. Ooh, yeah. Now, would you say that we're in the what, – what would you class this as, middle-aged? Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, yeah. we've probably got to wear that If mental. I make it to 86, I'll be stoked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. I don't think there's much chance, nah. mate, but look, that's okay. I've probably got about 10 good years left in me and then a lot of crappy ones. But we went to a 21st on the weekend. My friend, it was his uh, stepdaughter, yep. and there was a bunch of us invited. Uh, I thought, oh, look, you know, 21st, probably not my scene anymore, but nah. it'd be great, great to catch up with mates. Turned out to be just two of us rocked up. As well as my friend, but who who was actually around talking to everyone throughout the night, so yep. he couldn't stop and have a beer with us. Sorry, hang on, I wasn't paying attention. What two people total? No, no, two two of our friends, like oh. two two of us older gentlemen, it's, and a bunch of kids running around. So bad. That, it, it, it felt bad oh, because yeah. everyone's young. They all look like they're about twelve. And there's two blokes standing at the bar in their for- late 30s, early 40s, I'll say, um, but just standing at the bar, and nobody really knew who we were or if we were part of the party. And we'll just stand there, just drinking at the bar, looking like a couple of yeah. losers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awkward. It was awkward. And did you sort of try and engage in the youngsters in conversation? Well, what do you meant to say? I did at one stage. I said, "Oh, yeah, how's the night going?" And, yeah, awesome. Then. Yeah, and uh, you know, she just looked at me as if to say, <laughs> "Why are you speaking <laughs> to me? Shouldn't you be curled up with a good book somewhere?" That's right. So, in your slippers. Now, but twenty first were good, weren't they? Eighteenths and sixteenths, you're sort of not quite cool enough to understand how. It'll work. So you were still going four ways for a slap, you know, and you'd get your six beers, you'd go along to your 18th and, and probably drink four of them. Yeah. And, and walk out pissed. Were you, did you turn 18 while you're still at school? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was yeah. May. Yeah. So I did have the second half of the year with the car, yeah. which was yep. good. Uh, but, but, but 21st is when you've actually had a little bit of time to understand how that world works. Yeah, absolutely. Outside of school. And oh, I used to love the 21st. Well, it, was, it was a golden time too because there weren't, well, there weren't many weekends where you weren't at the 21st. There was always one. And 21st were usually pretty well catered too. Very well. There wasn't a lot of bringing your own booze and stuff to 21st. No, no, that's right. Whereas so, 16th and 18th there was. Yeah, it was funny because it was almost like parents have gone, listen, we don't want you getting too smashed on your 18th. Yeah. But 21st, it's weapons free. Yeah. Go, go your hardest. And why, why is it that 21 is such an important age when it comes to parties? So, I don't know. I mean, America, it's your drinking age, isn't it? Yeah, but we, we don't have that. No, I don't know. Ours is 16 here, isn't it? Or was know. back then. I'll throw it open to listeners or listener Wayne in Mount Mercer. Wayne might be able to ring and tell us. If why is 21st know, such yeah. an important age? Why do you put so much stock in 21? Is it, it's, is it, wasn't they used to say coming of age? Yeah, but... But what does that mean? don't know. Mm. But I think it comes back to maybe back in the olden days, 21 was the age that you could drive and drink and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, okay. We'd have to research it on Wikipedia or something. And, and who can be bothered doing that? No, that's right. Obviously. I'd rather make it up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. So 21 is when you... Um, yeah. No, so you've got nothing. You can't nothing. even do that. That's I've it. i got nothing. Hey, look, uh, let's have a bit of mailbag. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, and this week you're actually doing it. Yeah. Well, I didn't have time to go and uh, yeah. check the website. So, all right, well, I'll play the jingle. Yeah. Should I play the jingle? So, yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for your affirmative response and you just started. Okay, I'll just do it. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. 
All right, so mailbag this week, like I said, never fails to disappoint or never fails to... Do you reckon we might start getting some people from overseas starting to send us abuse? Do you know what? If you are listening to this as the podcast overseas, I'm not talking to the other people, I'm talking to you directly, please send us a message. It would make our... That would be great, getting abuse from an international audience, wouldn't it? Preferably in a different language. If you can swear at us in a different language, we'd love that. What do you reckon ginger would be in Spanish? Ginger. El, El Hinjo. El Hinjo, I don't know. <laughs> It'd sound cooler than English anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first one is from Joan in Sebastopol who says, I'm an old aid pensioner and I've been trying to substitute other words for swearing. This has been difficult until I listen to your show. So now, instead of swearing, I say, oh, fat and ginger from Joan in Sebas. What, so, so wear the swear word? Wear the swear word substitute, yeah. So she stubs her toe and instead of saying, you know, the F-bomb or something, she says, oh, fat and ginger. And where's she from? Is she in a nursing home? What did you say? Uh, no, or? it doesn't stipulate a nursing home or something. Just that she's elderly. She's, she's an OAP, she says. Okay. So, I don't yeah. imagine there'd be a lot of old gingers. They would have been beaten up well before then. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, tough taken life. out of existence. <laughs> had a tough life. <laughs> uh, We've never been persecuted, have we, like that? Not properly. No. Not any sort of... It's going to happen one day. Any, any systemic sort of zeal. I imagine like the X-Men films where they just try and take us out one by one. Interesting. I uh, just got a message in uh, about some uh, – I'm not even going to read that out. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> just got that too. No, I reckon we should read it. No, we're not reading it. No? That. No. We'll, um, later on, we'll wait till after 9 o'clock. And just to remind um, you, just to remind you, we have got about six minutes till the ad. Oh, we do too. I've yeah. set an alarm yeah. tonight so we can't muck up. Yep. i got another one here from uh, – oh, it's from Wayne in Mount Mercer again. He's been very active. It's good to have passionate supporters of the show. Yep. And he just simply says, how about them cats? That's well, all he says. you know what? I did go to the football yesterday. I wouldn't be ringing in about it. It wasn't great to hey, watch. Hey, hey. Was it a win? We beat the bottom side, who have got an average losing margin this year, about 80 points. Yeah, do you we know just got over them. Do you know what? I reckon you and I and a few mates could put a team together and give them a nudge. Give North Melbourne a run? They're in dire straits. Yeah. I, I think we'd score. <laughs> we might not score many. Sorry, don't worry about mailbag. All right, it's thin at best. Now, Liz- now, hang on. I want to read out this text we just got, because did you know that um, is that the word um? As as in, when you hesitate, is Turkish for vagina. Thank you, is that, Justin. Is that uh, that's Justin? Yeah, Jeezy does a good show, doesn't he, Justin? But, <laughs> he does a um, so, do you think that's actually real? I don't know. We can uh, we can Google that. What, did, what mm. did we do before Google? He's saying true. He's, true, he's yeah. written. He followed up with oh, true, and it must be true. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, there you go. Now, listen. I'm um, Turkish delight. One of the great things I love about the start of not district footy. What would you call it? Sort of lower grade footy around the state. Is mm-hmm. we start to get some of those score lines back that just make you sit back and go, whoa. Are you talking like country footy? Yeah, some yeah, of those yeah. country footy reserve grade blowouts. You know, yeah. four hundred points. What have you seen? No, I haven't got it here in front of me, and I wish I did. There was one on the weekend that was five hundred and thirty. Nine to six. Wow. And that's an. Uh, like, five, you wouldn't have time to kick that many goals. I would have thought. 539 You're good at maths. No. Divided well, by six. Well, uh, let's say it's 50. Nine, well, let's say it's 60. It's 90 goals, goals or something. 90 goals it? divided by four is uh, 20 something ish. That's a goal a minute. So it's pretty much down out of the ruck, down to your rover, one kick into the 50 goal. Yeah. Back, run the ball back. Because you'd lose 30 seconds taking the ball back to the middle. That's right. Because there's still time on from the ball being kicked through the goals, isn't it, back to the middle properly? Did the other team level. actually turn up? Well, that's debatable, isn't it? Because maybe they just said, oh, let's just play anyway. And do you know what? In full credit to teams that get pumped like that, because I remember when I first started at work down in Geelong, I used to read the paper and read about, I think it was the Newcomb Power, or the Newcomb whatever they're called. You'd know. You're yeah, the Power, yeah. yeah. And they were getting dumped 
every week. And I'm okay. absolutely thrashed. But yet they still turned up. And you've got to say, that's fair play to those people. I wouldn't have done it. No. It'd, no. Be, it'd be hard. Imagine getting beaten by 200 points every week. Oh, I did. One year I played, uh, I, I changed clubs. I was with a very successful club and I changed clubs when I was 20 for one year because I had a friend playing down there. Mm. And we used to get belted by 200, 230 every week. Yeah. It got to the point where I thought, well, I'm just not going to care so much. So I used to go to nightclubs on the Friday night right. and just go straight to footy. Yeah. 7.30 in the morning. Go. I won't say I was at my optimum. There was a couple of times where I just burst out laughing and rolling <laughs> down the ground in the middle of a game. My, my mate, who I knew was under the weather, got the ball on the wing on his own, yeah. took a bounce, then just stopped and obviously couldn't be bothered to go anymore. So he just handballed it to the opposition and sat down and I lost my shit. Is that are you for real? I promise you, this was in a game. Yeah. We're, we're about 180 points down at this point and he's on the wing, just thought, why am I bothering? Yeah. And I knew he was not good. Yeah. And uh, he just handballed to the opposition and then just sat down. Four minutes to the ad. Oh, yeah, we're all over yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, have we got time? Oh, we haven't got time for a song, have we? No, no, we'll just keep talking. We'll keep talking. Seamlessly. We'll yeah, make it look like it just yeah, rolls into it. I think that's a great idea too. Well, you know what will happen? It won't play now. But I, I used to have this thing where like, I was playing rugby when I was at uni and um, and I'd get the call on Friday. Because the coach used to call you up on Friday night. You know, how are you feeling? Yeah, good. And you'd be at like a nightclub or you'd be out. You know, the thing where you hold your mobile up but you're covering the phone, like it makes a difference. Oh, so you can try, actually yeah. hear, they can well, hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know? so you're trying to dull the noise down a bit. You go, yeah. "How are you, young? Yeah, good. Uh, where are you, Tim? Oh, just um, just out dinner with the folks. Don't your folks live in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah no. Nah, um, I didn't say my folks. <laughs> come out. You're not out drinking, are you, Tim? No, no, no. And then someone like you made it come in. What are you having, youngie? Yeah, and then you're up on the bench the next day. Yeah, you know. no, that, those were the days. But I think that year, many times, because I think after a while, the coach of the club just got sick of getting smashed mm. and uh, said, that's it. Like, this was going to solve our problems. I'm introducing Sunday morning training. <laughs> Recovery. How many, yeah. how many people turned up? That many up taxis that? rocked up <laughs> on the Sunday mornings. Like, oh, you, oh. you just get out in your gear. Yeah. And his whole thing was, well, you're not playing if you don't turn up. But he didn't say you had to train or train well. You just had to turn up. So it's all so, how you word it. Yeah. yeah. So 7.30 training down at the waterfront, just a taxi after taxi. be dropping by straight from uh, home house or one of those sort in of places. In the going out gear. In the going out gear. You'd manage to find someone that'd have a spare pair of shorts. you chuck them on. KFC under the arm. And then you just try your best. Oh, the You've got an alarm, Tim. Oh. That's the alarm that says we're a minute away from the ad, I believe. Okay, so, yeah, no, it looks like we are. Are we taking away from the fact that we were about to roll into that? Because like, we were very, very smooth up until that point. We were. I can see you playing with computers over there. Yeah, I know. Anyway, look, let's uh, talk seamlessly about something. Now, I just had a text from Wayne in Mount Mercer again. Yeah, what did he say? Uh, Wayne wants to abuse you. Yeah. What's the internet? I don't even have electricity. I have to watch the Bush TV, i.e. open fire. Is it true that you are 99.9 as that's the amount of listeners that hate you? No, see, see, he's regurgitating an old uh, mailbag there. They'd say, well, how's he using his mobile phone if he doesn't have power out there? Wayne's got to think these things through. Yeah, I think we must be ready, surely. We've got to be, got to be close. What's it saying? No, it's saying it's If you enjoyed the program you just heard, have you ever thought of becoming a Voice FM presenter? FM.com.au No, I don't know what's happening here because I'll put a stop event in. I'll put a do, st- do you know that we've tried to be seamless and oh. professional and in doing so we've made it much worse than it ever, ever could have been? Oh, no. Oh, no. Hang on, let's put a stop event there. Yeah. You, you don't talk about it on air, mate. Let's play a song. Let's play a song. <laughs>
What a great song that was. What do you think of that, Tim? Yeah, passable. Passable? Six and a half out of ten. Oh, I think that's uh, pretty much your standard go-to line these days, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Unless it's Missy Higgins, in which case she scores Fail. about two. Yeah. Fail. But uh, that was The Streets uh, from an album called A Grand Don't Come For Free. Yeah, okay, that's good advice in life. Yeah. Someone offers you a thousand bucks, it's usually strings attached. Yeah, what, what do you want for that? Yeah, mm. that's right, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's, it's usually not pretty. So, look, uh, it's that time of the night, so I think. Uh, oh, don't tell me we've got Associate Professor Dave Baird. We, we do have Associate Dave Baird. Did I say that wrong? Do you know how long it took me to get my tongue around that? Yeah, and you've not, just not, stuffed not it completely. Not that I've got. Just, you know, just around. play the jingle. All right, I'll play the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's all just going so well, isn't it? And now it's time for an update on stuff. Yes, it is, and it's that wonderful time of week when we speak to people better informed than ourselves. And again, this week we're talking to Associate Professor Dave Bade. Good evening, Dave. Uh, Good evening, Yangi. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Very, Very good, mate. It's a great day today. Great day. Now, we're just trying out something new tonight. We're trying to get you through the actual desk, but I'm not sure where that's happening. Maybe uh, Wayne from Mount Mercer can ring in and, and let us know if you can actually hear Associate so, Professor Dave Bates. I think we'll just go back to the old way we did it before. Yeah. So, Which no. is you holding up the phone to a microphone. I'll tell you what, if Sam Marie's listening to this, she's probably just turned around, done a U-bolt, back to Melbourne. Yeah, she's probably got to, yeah, you know, back a smash and just gone, stuff this. Yeah. Grabbed a fillet of fish at the bankers there and <laughs> gone home. Now, Dave, what's going on in Queensland at the moment? Oh, mate, uh, nothing much. Fair few Victorians have moved up here lately, though, that's for sure. But that's nothing new, is it? It's nothing new, but it has it has taken on a whole new sort of stream with this whole COVID thing. They keep buying all their houses at inflated prices, um, but that's okay. Oh. Hopefully there'll be some, some for some Queenslanders, but I was oh. driving behind a car. Oh. I, was, I was driving behind a car today that was Victorian. It, it had its number plate, yeah. and it had the education state. Yeah, go on. What's your problem with We've that? We've got to claim something well, there, Dave. I, you have to claim something, but what does that mean? It means that we're all edumacated. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly the listeners to this show know that's not true, although you were educated in Queensland, young Oh, well, was. That's right. Well, it's funny, though, because here are the two Victorians. I've got an arts degree, and I don't think Luke went to uni, and you... <laughs> no, I did. I just never passed anything. <laughs> but, Dave, do you know what it used to be before that? I, no, I don't. It was the garden state. That's right. How lame was that? That's, that, right. that's like, we've got nothing when we're saying come and see our gardens. Yeah, that's right. See the floral clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get, to, you get to see something with the garden, though, don't you? You do. It's tangible. Most people don't see much for their education. No, well, I'm not really using my arts degree, am I? No. <laughs> no, that's right. So we've, we've veered away from the garden state, mate. These days down this area, it's the hydroponic state, allegedly. <laughs> you don't get the required temperatures, do you? No, well. With, without the uh, hydroponic glasshouse set up. Excuse me, Mr Young, can you explain why your bill's gone up 2,000% in the last quarter? <laughs> I like to stay warm. Now, you talk about Victorians in Queensland. I remember when I lived there in Queensland, um, I had a red Toyota Camry, and on that red Toyota Camry, I left my Victorian plates on because mum and dad were still paying my rego for the entire time I was there. And so Sounds I dro- like you. does, doesn't it? Thank you very much. Uh, now- Who pays it now, Associate Professor Dave Bade? <laughs> I wish. <yeah. laughs> um, no, it's just a failed arts degree graduate, Tim Young, I think, yeah. that pays it. Now, uh, I remember copping a fair bit of vitriol at times because I had Victorian plates in my car. Yes. And I, yes. I, I felt as if I should have had some sort of overlay or caveat placed on my number plate that said, you know, I may be from Victoria, but I've lived here for a long time. Is that, that wouldn't have helped. Wouldn't have helped. So are you saying that, that no matter how long I live in Queensland, I'll never be a Queenslander? 
look, no, that, that's not true. But if you drive a car with Victorian number plates on it, you're always going to cop it. You're just asking for trouble, aren't you? You are. You that's- are. But, you know, if, if the car's as bad as yours was, it can't get much worse. Well, 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 hang on a moment. Hang on. When I was driving the cherry red racing Camry, thank you very much, I do believe you were driving a powder blue Corolla. Yes, yes, they don't die. They don't die. In fact, I had a laugh the other day. I was walking the dogs and there was a bunch of young people outside their house with that Corolla that you used to drive <laughs> and they were doing it up and it had historical plates on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. My dear old manners. She passed it down to me. What can I say? It was a wonderful car. So what? there was enough stories about that car come out that they recognised its cultural significance. significance. That's right. But it, it, the funny thing was, this car that they were doing up that I saw was powder blue. Yeah, okay. So it was the same colour and everything. That car took us to many a do's, didn't it, Dave? Took us down to Kenmore. It did, it, it did many do's. It did many overnight trips to various uh, 21st in the country. I don't know how it made it there, but... You know, a, a car when you're a uni, uni student for us, when particularly when we're at college, was was just the it was golden. Oh, you're worth its weight in gold. Yeah, yeah. The, the two a.m. trips to Maccas, where there was only one Maccas open. That's right. Sort of at midnight somewhere in Brisbane, and they had to drive forty five minutes to get there just for a couple of very hungry people to get yeah. their Mac. That's and right. it's always a challenge to see if next week you can beat the amount of people you can actually fit into one of those cars too. Yeah, well, I think we fit a few in that car. I think a couple of people went on the boot a couple of times and perhaps weren't that happy about having their choice made for them that they were going to be the... should be short. <laughs> That's right, yes. I, I, believe, I believe the person that was put in there was short and they were not happy about it. Not happy at all? Well, they went in okay. Like, you know, yeah, okay, I'll get in. But then when we got out about 25 minutes later after we'd driven where we were going, they were After going over every speed oh, up you could possibly find. And round corners and yeah. just generally being I know where there's a pothole. I do remember the college party where we broke the record for the amount of ice bags of ice we could fit in the Corolla. Just to, one, just to clarify, you're talking about frozen water, eh? Frozen water that costs a lot of money that we may not have paid the full price for. Uh, very good, very good. Um, now, look, uh, how's the how's the COVID situation in Queensland? Are you rolling out some vaccines up there? Are you actually getting vaccines in the arms? How's it going? Oh, yeah, vaccines are popping in all, all left, right and centre. You know, every, yeah. everyone now wants to, to jump on the, the Pfizer bandwagon. So that's, uh, you know, um, taking uh, a little bit of uh, pressure putting extra pressure on the system, I suppose. But I've had a couple of mates have had their second shot of the Pfizer vaccine. Yep. Ooh, yeah. That'll knock you. Is it, that'll knock you around. Really? Yeah. What? The first one, the first one of the AZ knocks you around, the second one of the, of the Pfizer, actually. Yeah, it just makes you feel not so great for the next day or so. Yeah, it's been kept yeah. out of the media, hasn't it? Well, yes, but you don't get COVID, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Associate Professor Dave Bay giving you all the medical knowledge to keep you safe and happy. If you had a weekend like mine, Dave, you probably wouldn't be worried about the Pfizer yeah, thing so much. <laughs> I know, you didn't hear before, but I went to a 21st on the weekend, Dave. When was the last time oh. you went to one of them, mate? Yeah, well, I was at the Lions game. It was, it was, it was raining cats and dogs at the Lions mm. game, but... Uh, uh, first time I've been out since COVID struck. Oh, really? It was quite, a, yeah. It was quite a quite a night out. Did um, did you take uh, the kids? Uh, no, no, they stayed at home. <laughs> 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 no, football's not a family <laughs> event. I know. I'm not sharing it with them. No, that's fair enough too. All right. Hey, Dave, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much for talking to us again. No worries, lads. See See ya. Bye-bye. See you, Dave. There we go. Tim, I've got some bad news. (sighs) Yeah. I've just received a text from Sarah Marie 
who apparently texted me earlier today and never turned up to say that she's got a sore throat and will not be joining us. Awesome. Play so, a song. Uh, we've got to sort some stuff out. Uh, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we might go to a song while we work out what the hell we're going to do next. Now, I feel I should go first on this one. Yeah, okay. Should be first Shoot into the breach, if you like. Should we explain what's happened with our guest? Yeah, go on. That's a good idea. So apparently Sarah Marie messaged me today saying she won't be able to make it she's got a sore throat. I didn't receive the text, and or I did, and just absentmindedly deleted it without even looking at it. It's yep. hard to say these days. Yep. But she's going to call in, and we're going to have a chat to her over the phone, because she's a very interesting person, oh. and um, love to hear a bit about what she's up to. Absolutely. No, that'd be fantastic. So we're going to hear from her in a minute, but in the meantime, as the jingle would indicate, it's time for That's Crap. That's Crap. So what have we got, Tim? Now, I've got a couple, but uh, first one will go, actually, I'll go the, the less controversial one first. This is a quick one, and I just thought about this this morning, wheat picks. Right, so you have right. wee bix you go, yeah, this is going to be great. You put a bit of sugar on them, you yeah. know, they're a bit crispy still, they're submerged in the milk, and you think, yeah, this is good, this is good. And then after not very long at all, they go soggy and shit ass. I like it when they're soggy, though. I try yeah. and make them soggy. No, nah, I don't like it. You know, I want to get in there when they're crispy. Have you seen the, the like the cheap versions of wheat bix They're called like um, wheat blocks or something like. That. It's just oh, the, the most unsexy name for anything yeah. you could ever have in your life. Yeah, because there's a there's an English equivalent I think called wheat arbix, yeah. which is very similar but still not as good. Have you ever had wheat bix without sugar? Yes. Yeah, that's crap. Yeah, that that's crap. The, when you have to put sugar on something just to give it taste that's to right. eat it and get it down, yeah. it's probably not that great to begin with. And what I love is when you look at the back of a wheat bix packet. And by the way, big shout out to wheat bix for us free advertising we're giving them. Yeah, I mean, people are rushing out to buy them now. <laughs> They're rushing out. Yeah. Um, is they've got all the recipes on the back, and it's got stuff like spread like margarine and put Vegemite on top of your wheat bix. Like, that would be just miserable. Who is going to do that? I don't know. People that are easily guided. Now, we'll get on my second one. Okay. Which is far more controversial. Now, this afternoon, I was driving along, and a particular song came on my playlist. Right. And it's a song. And I know how much you love I variety do. of music. Yeah, you're, I do. You're all over what the kids are listening oh, to these days. Finger on the pulse. Yeah. Now, in this song, it was by Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Now, right. that surprises me. I would have thought you were a Gunners fan. Yeah. Oh, I am a Gunners fan. Okay, you are. It is, yeah. Right. But the song that gets my goat up is Paradise City. I don't understand why. Okay. I'm glad you asked. Now, it's so spontaneous and it's just the back and forth, like the chemistry we have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely confused about what you're upset about. I'm not up, no, upset's a strong word. Okay. All right. So but it obviously resonated with you enough to say, yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Well, then I rang you up to say we're going to talk yeah, about it. You did too, yeah. yeah. I could not have cared less. I might know. And the funny thing is, bless you, is that it comes through when you can't care less. Yeah, because yeah, I, I just trail off, don't I? You do. You, you, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. yeah. Your interest on your sleeve. Yeah. Anyway, Start so- Start looking it, at Facebook. It starts off, starts off as a good song. Right, and you, you go, yeah, this is good, this is good. Yeah. It's quite a long that song. That guitar ringing out yeah, at the start, and you go, oh, this yep. is a big build-up, this is going to yep. be amazing. It's yeah. a great song. But then, and it's a good song for, I don't know, the first three or four minutes, and then it just goes off track. Axel Rose has popped a couple of tabs, 
because he must have been mixing it. What, and what just happens at the end to make it so it, bad? It, it just goes, they just go guitar solos and, yeah, you know, take me down to a paradise city. It gets really sort of fast. It gets fast. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's one of them more popular from their back catalogue, team. I think I think you have a lot of people ringing in. I hope so. Just absolutely. De- oh, hang on. No, the phones aren't going <laughs> at all. No, nobody cares. No, it's like, oh, no. So, it's like, okay, it's, that's an unusual yeah. one, but okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm not saying I agree with you, but I can see your point. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was never my favourite song of this, by the way, either. No. Uh, anything from you this week? Um, no. 21st? No, no, no. I've already <laughs> talked about that a little bit. I'll tell you what, you know what I'm going to put under that for that crap this week? What? This show. No, no, come on. This come on, show man. is 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 appalling <laughs> and uh, we shouldn't be anywhere near a radio booth. Oh, come on. It's not that bad. It's just this week. We're, we're very unorganised, aren't we? Yeah, we are a little bit, but that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Because it gives us sort of a- Hang on, let me just check to see what um, Wayne in Mount Merthyr says. Uh, I can't hear it well. Thank God. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, he's he's got, got a decent opinion. Do you know what, though? We're still not that bad. Yeah, I reckon. When we're this disorganised, it gives, gives it a certain life, a certain sort of spontaneity. and A certain shitness that we become associated with. Is that what you're trying to say? After nine? Yes, it does. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, how about we play Paradise City and people can make, okay. up, make up their own minds? All right, I'll be interested to see exactly where it goes haywire for you because you said you like the first three or four minutes, yep. right? Yep. So hang on. I've got to find it first. See, this, you've sprung this on me. No, that's all right. It's, so you're getting part of the life and spontaneity of the show. Yeah, and, uh, and and listeners don't understand this, but I'm actually going through old record collections as we speak. No, that's right. Well, uh, looking well, for it. I, was I found at, it, by yeah, the way. I, yeah, well, just well, before we do that, uh, I was looking at the program list that's outside the studio made up by Voice FM. And we're, oh, yeah. not, we're not down there as Fat and Ginger. We're down there as The Comedy Show. Now, if people are looking for The Comedy Show between 8 and 10 yeah. Monday nights on Voice they're, FM- They're going to the wrong place. They'd be sadly, sadly disappointed. But, but either A, nobody at The Voice even knows we exist. No, that's right. Or B, they're very inclusive these days in these sorts of things and they don't want to call anyone Fat or Ginger. <laughs> or Ginger. They're, they're so, yeah. Hey, that reminds me of something too. I just yeah. remembered this. I We'll get back to Paradise City, yeah. but I gave a radio interview today oh, yeah, for yeah. the upcoming gig yeah. that we've got, right? Yeah. A bloke rang me out of the blue, said, uh, can I do a quick impromptu uh, interview for the yep. Geelong Independent? Fantastic publication down there in Geelong. Yep. If anyone's listening, you should always... But no, it's free, isn't it? Yeah. yeah don't worry about buying it. Give, give him money anyway. Just yeah. donate. So anyway, he's rang me up and he said, like, tell me about this gig next Saturday. So for those listeners who don't know, we've got a big gig happening in Geelong next Saturday night. Geelong West Town Hall, headlined by Richard Stubbs. Stubbsy. Stubbsy, what a fantastic. Oh. He's funny, hasn't he? He is funny. And there's about eight or nine other comics. Tim and I are also going to be appearing that night. And he rings me up and says, tell me a little bit about it. And mm. I said, you know, we're doing a phone interview. And uh, your name come up because I said, well, you know, how did how'd you get into comedy? I said, my, mm. my friend Tim, we work together mm. at the refinery. He said, what, you still work at the refinery now? I said, yeah. I said, in fact, Tim's a firefighter. And he sounded like he didn't believe me, yeah. like he thought I was taking the piss. And he hadn't even seen a picture yet. And I said to him something like, he's not really a firefighter. He's just there. If there's an incident, he's got such a big head, we're all going to hide behind it. Right? <laughs> that was that. the first time he showed any emotion at all. Yeah. And he loved it. And he's giggling. And now I think that's all he's going to say in the article. Was just that. Got a big head. You've got a big head. And if anything goes down, we're all going to get behind it like a, like a bomb shelter. I'm going to get on some media and I'm going to hang shit on you. That's terrible. <laughs> well, I said it as an off-the-cuff line. Oh, that's how it always happens. But I think he's, it's going to be headline. Young has big head. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, let's play Paradise City. Young has big head. 
All right. So there it was. There was Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. And I picked the time as four minutes and 47 seconds where it went off And you were, you were pretty much spot on. Yeah. So I, I see what you mean now. It just goes two minutes of what I'd call self-indulgence. It is self-indulgence where either someone's gone, listen, I'm putting this in. And if you don't like it, I'm leaving the band. So, And that's what it was. Because you go, the, the rest of it, it could have stopped at four minutes, 47 seconds. You go, that's the greatest rock song of all time. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but it just goes on. Now, do we have our guest on the We phone? do. Now, some of you people who are Guns N' Roses fans might have noticed that halfway through that song, the phone started ringing over the top of Axel. That was me trying to call Sarah Marie. Yep. Uh, probably didn't need to talk about it, but they might have missed it or just thought it was a sound effect that had but been added here. in the, what do you call it, the remastering or something like that. <laughs> it wasn't. It was me trying to figure out the technology, Tim. So I do have the lovely Sarah Marie on the line. How are you, Sarah? Yeah, wonderful. Can you hear me fine? We yes, can. We and this is the first time. This is a monumental occasion for us because it's the first time ever we've talked to someone through desk. the proper channel, through yeah. the desk, as opposed to putting a phone on loudspeaker and holding it up to the microphone. <laughs> well, this is a lot easier than doing that, I would say. So well done to you. Thank, Thank you. you. Are we on your level yet? Do you reckon you could put in a word for us at Triple M? <laughs> yeah, this is great panelling by you and great problem solving. And that's always what we're looking for in the studio, how you you know, deal with problems, problem solving, cracking under pressure. That's what we're looking for. Exactly. Look, us in the studio, we're like little MacGyvers, mate. And I, I know you do the morning shift. Are you allowed to drink that early in the morning in the studio? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll just stay here. <laughs> I uh, Actually, we just had to do another round of our codes training. So we have to do this every year, codes training, oh. which is all the codes that we have to adhere to for broadcasting uh, via ACMA. And so that is the broadcast standards that any commercial uh, license holder for a radio station has to hold. Wow. We just did them again last week. It goes for hours. And, you know, once again, it's reiterated, you must not be under the influence, any influence when you are broadcasting. So there is no alcohol, whether you are on air at 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. So that's okay to say you're not bringing it in. Now, I know you pretty well, Sarah Marie, and um, maybe for the next few months you might not be on it, but before that I'd imagine you would have been once or twice where after hosting a Richmond game or something like that, you came in a little bit under the weather. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I've been doing this for a very long time. (laughs) Not now because, you know, as you get older – the next day hurts a lot more. Oh, we were just talking about that. Now, you, you haven't heard the show so far, but I went to a 21st on Saturday night and I'm wow. still paying for it now. And our show has suffered because of it because we are unorganised. Yeah. We've got nothing printed out. We've got no running sheet. We've got no songs. Uh, it's all gone to it's all gone to shit. And I, I was saying before, because when we thought you were coming in, I was going, the one night that we've got someone who actually works in radio coming yeah, in. who knows the difference. <laughs> knows what they're we, doing. We both had our headphones on backwards at that point. I yeah. think uh, Tim's were going like from front to back. And I'm wearing my slippers. And he's got his slippers on too. I said, you can't wear slippers in front of Triple M presenters, mate. No, what are you doing? Wrong. Commercial radio well, superstars. Lucky for you guys, I'm, I'm under the weather today. So <laughs> It actually worked out well. Now, how is your throat? Yeah, it's fine. I think, you know, it's just that classic, you know, when you're busy and you keep going and your body gets it through and then it, it just gets the point. It's like, actually, no, we can't do this anymore. Um, so I would say that probably four weeks of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival doing comedy shows plus doing comedy podcasts for Triple M and maintaining my show plus also throwing in some football matches in there that I had to host as well. I think my body's just gone, hey, that's probably a little bit too much. You need to slow down. So That's, that's a lot of talking. 
Now, there's a lot of a lot of talking. Yeah. Now, what shows did you do at the comedy festival? You were quite I, prolific, weren't you? I was just doing. Um, I, you know what? It was funny because. Uh, I at first was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, if any. I'll probably just do a couple of improv shows, maybe with the improv group that I perform with uh, called The Improv Pit. Uh, definitely yeah. look us up if you're looking to do improvised comedies because we're going to be holding auditions again in a couple of weeks. The Improv right. Pit. And where would people go? Where else is that, SM? The Improv Pit. Just look on Facebook and you can find the group, The Improv Pit. And if you like the page, you can get all the updates on there for when we'll be holding auditions towards the end of May. And, yeah, we do a lot of rehearsing and performing around the Carlton sort of area. Um, mm-hmm. So if you've ever been into improvised comedy, and you don't have to come every week. Like I'm, I'm live in Melbourne and I'm part of the relaxed team, so I don't train every week. I'm relaxed because I can't commit to every week. So there is that option as well if you're into that sort of thing. So, yeah, I kind of thought maybe I'll just do performances with them. Yep. Um, but then I ended up getting a whole bunch of stand-up comedy spots that I was doing um, at the Cooper's Inn, at the Toff in town as well. Even performed at Silent Comedy, which is not silent at all. I was going to say, that's a funny name for comedy, isn't it? I was yeah. wondering what your mime work was like. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty great, as you should know. <laughs> <laughs> Love a bit of pop comedy and movement on the stage. Yes. But yeah. Always got to have the chairs handy when SM goes up on stage. <laughs> yes. Everyone knows. I tell you what, I reckon the guys who run – uh, Cougars Inn, who were doing the shows there. So that's a wonderful Brett Blake and Tim Hewitt, who got me on the shows there. And poor Tim had to be my assistant. Yeah. <laughs> One night I was like, how the tables have turned. This <laughs> 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 a female on stage. But um, that's great, yes, mate. And you, you've obviously been doing a, a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and you said something about a podcast as well. So is that separate to your, your Triple M show? Yeah, so you can actually listen to that on the Triple M website or if you have the Triple M app as well. The podcast series is just called Mic Drop. So if you go to triplem.com.au and type in the search thing, Mic Drop, mm-hmm. you'll hear all my podcasts that I did. And I got to chat with Lawrence Moon, Mooney, Moon Man, and we had a really great – like that actually was quite a deep chat at the start because we were talking about his relationship with alcohol and going on stage and how he's a lot more sober on stage now than what he was back in his career. And he gives some really great advice for any comedian really. So I really loved that chat with Moon Man. Um, Limo as well, um, Stevens and Experience from Sydney, uh, some ladies from a lineup show called The Breast of the Fest, which also happens to include this year's Raw Comedy winner. Okay. Um, Blake. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, a bunch, a bunch of great uh, comics that I got to hang out with and chat to over the course of, of the entire festival. So uh, I was pushing out at least three podcasts a week. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. So it, a, look how unorganised we are for two hours a week, and we've got Sarah Marie doing three of these a oh week. No, she puts on top of everything else. Yep. Yeah, I just uh, feel really shit about myself now, mate. Thanks for that. <laughs> I think the quality of the podcast was really upheld by the comedians who came in, to be perfect. Don't honest. try and make us feel better now. It's that. too late. I tell you what, there's this one podcast, right? Guys will love this. Because it's uh, Ben Knight, who was nominated for a Golden Gibbo Award as He's well. He's fantastic, Ben Knight. His stuff is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and a lot of love for his show. And his shows were selling out. And he had to add, I think, minimum six shows to his run as well. So Ben came in and his housemate, Nick Kappa. Oh, and God. Them I didn't know they lived together. Yeah. Oh, now that – okay, so if you know these comedians – 
uh, you'd be like, wow, they live together. Mm. So the three of them came in and it felt like I was a fly on a wall in a fraternity house. Mm. That is the only way that I can describe that podcast. And um, we were recording in the studio that the Malloy show records in. Now, Mick Malloy has a lot of things around his area of the desk, including like a zapper, like this weird plastic zap when you can zap. Oh, is it like a fly squat? I think so. Anyway, Ben Knight took it upon himself to continuously zap the guys in the studio. And even when we started recording, he he did it towards the end as well. And that's actually how the podcast ends, with Ben inflicting pain. Going out with a bang, so to speak. It's another thing that we should get Ben Knight on this show because Ben Knight is a ginger. Is he really? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah oh, there you go. We'd fit him perfectly. And he's a giant of a man too. Yeah, okay. He, and he sounds like Barry White. He does. And he does some great songs too. He does some great musical stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, we had one of those zappers at, at work the other day and it was sort of shaped like a fly squat and I think it's meant to be used. And I thought, what sort of a fly squat you want to actually zap him as well as squash him? Like, it's a bit torturous, I would have thought. Oh, it's quick for the yeah. poor fly. Absolutely. Also, like, do they die when you zap them? No, I would have thought the uh, the shock of having their ass pushed through their nose might have done a little bit of that, but... It's not pretty. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't it's imagine so. It's not a good way to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the form. Anyway, that's one of the podcasts that you can hear on Mic Drop. And so. how do they find it? Sorry? How do people find it? Triplem.com.au and just in the search thing at the top of the website. And same with the Triple M app as well. If you just search on the Triple M app and if you just write drop mic drop, like M-I-C space drop, you can find all the podcasts there that, that'll come up. Yeah, awesome. That sounds great. Now, yeah. we're just about to go to a song ceremony, but I, I want you to understand that when you're on a show like this, that yeah. obviously with two seasoned professionals such as ourselves, we tend okay. to have a lot of fans. We have yeah. a lot of people uh, contact us. Hang on, well, hang on, one. hang on. We've we got one. A fan. We've got a fan. Uh, we did have one bloke ring up and abuse us one night and hung up, um, but okay. uh, Wayne from Mount Mercer is yeah. just messaging again. Um, okay. And he said, can you ask The Voice, the radio station, if the two guys that were on before you for an hour can do three hours on a Monday night instead? <laughs> so I think what he's suggesting is that we don't waste our time or the listeners' time by coming in. We'll just get the last guys to, to stay an extra two hours. So there you go. That's the sort of feedback we're getting uh, that we're really excited about. That's beautiful feedback for The Voice. <laughs> yeah. uh, and just, you know, the, the beautiful thing of doing community radio that's as it. well. Well, no one's that's listening. Yeah, we can say whatever we want and no one is listening, I can guarantee you. I accidentally dropped the F-bomb the other night and not one complaint. No we, were, one we were waiting for the, the phones yeah. to light up. And like, mm-hmm. it was like at 20 past eight too, like it was early, and I dropped it when I was talking yeah. about a song. Do you have a dump button? No. 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 We can't even figure out how to put no. the phone through the switchboard. No, 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 I, I don't know how we're going to no. deal with seven-second delays. Just, it's just Delay, like, exciting. Got you, yeah. It's the, that is a luxury that I have. I have delay. Yeah, so it's just like me mashing the keypad. <laughs> Until something stops. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, now we're going to go to a song. Do you mind hanging around with us for a bit? Totally fine. Just don't put me to air during the song. Okay, yeah. we won't. It's <laughs> good she said that. You'll have to mute her. All right, that's uh, who was that, Lukey? That was a fantastic song. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I don't know who that was actually. No, I think it was. I think it's Imagination Dragons. There you go. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's them. Is that the song or the band? Uh, 
Yeah, so anyway, we've got Sarah Marie online still. Can you hear us okay, Sarah Marie? We're so I sure can. Now, I was, we were chatting during the break, having a bit of a catch-up, and all of a sudden I realised I could hear you through my headphones when you weren't supposed to be, and we got a text from Wayne from Mount Mercer. He's still listening. Surely he's got better things to do. Apparently not. No. <laughs> Wayne, I, I'm sorry, mate. I know you're our only listener. I don't want to pay you out. You're probably a nice person, but really you need to find something else to do, mate, because uh, two hours was on a Monday night listening to us is not going to be good well, for you. And we're up against reality TV too. Like we just finished being up against maths and we're about to start being up against, I think, MasterChef. Do you think they're programming it on purpose that way? You're up against two massive shows returning tonight on Channel 9, Lego Masters, and on Channel 10, MasterChef. Hang on, hang on, no, 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 no. Let's recalibrate here. They're up against us. Yeah, I think they've deliberately programmed <laughs> them. I think I the bosses Sorry. of Channel 7 and Channel 9 have said, how are we going to take these fat and ginger guys That's out? Right. That's right. Lots of, they're, they're on the radio, they're on community radio, but they're taking a massive market share, taking a massive yeah. wet chunk out of our... Yeah. How, how can we get Wayne back? <laughs> So uh, now, uh, Sarah Marie, you've, uh, obviously you're pretty busy. I can see why your uh, your throat's been blown out, mate. I hope it's uh, a little bit better. Um, now, so you you were K Rock for years. Now you're Triple M, um, and had a bit of a shake up with the morning show there. Yeah, yeah. So a bit of a change there, and it was so wonderful to have uh, the hot breakfast on last year while Melbourne was just going through the roughest ride yes. of COVID throughout anywhere else in the country. And I think uh, Eddie and Das and everybody on the team and the producers did such an incredible job of covering it and bringing such a great authority, I guess, to all the information that was really required. And that really served a, a really wonderful purpose for Triple M at that time. And then also just for them to sort of recalibrate and go, this has been a really big time. And the show had been on air for over, yeah, it was a, it was a 10 year, 10 year breakfast show. Wow. You tell me any other show that's gone for 10 years these days, that's that's unheard of. And, and so, was still as fresh and as relevant as it was in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So it had, it had done what it, they wanted to do. They'd done what they'd set out to do. So, yeah, when they announced it and Eddie announced it, saying that they were wrapping things up and it was all very amicable and they were seeing at the end of the year and they did and it was a massive year and you know let's not forget as well like in amongst that you had Eddie who lost his beautiful mum and Darcy lost his dad and they didn't take a day off work they were there and they worked through and yeah their their commitment was just truly truly incredible and I think that massive effort wasn't it Mm, that's true yeah it was huge and and and, yeah a lot of respect on on the way out for the hot breakfast I mean Luke Darcy's still very much part of the Triple M family part of the Triple M call team as well so we've still got him uh part of Triple M but you know it really was a homecoming for Marty Sheargold as well after 10 years that he spent on the Triple M network and then went across to Nova and spent 10 years there. So, you know, he it's gets like to come Spider-Man back. Spider-Man homecoming type thing. What? Yeah. And he's what a Melbourne guy. Like, you you like know he, what I'm talking about, don't you? The what? Tim doesn't understand that reference, Spider-Man homecoming. Well, so I just he, figured that. Oh, you don't, you don't know either. See, <laughs> okay. See. All right. So Marvel lost the rights or they sold the rights to Sony. 
and then oh, they got yeah. him, and then they got him back. Yeah. You know what they called the film Spider Man Homecoming. Imagine how much that would have cost to get that back. Yeah, to get no, it back, yeah. I think they just lent it. Actually, I don't think they sold it, but they let it. They realised that they can't make the mistake. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry I, I've just interrupted you on something that was really stupid, ridiculous, and not relevant at all. Great pop culture reference there. Yeah. Um, well, hang on. Let me just see what uh, Wayne from Mount <laughs> Martha thinks about that. Mount Mercer. Uh, from Mount Mercer. Sorry. Martha. Um, <laughs> You got listeners streaming I, in from Martha, do you? I don't have enough phone service to call in. That's what he's saying. <laughs> but he so does the text. He just doesn't buy a text. So he's pretty happy with what we're doing, what we're dishing up tonight. Oh, yeah. I love how Shout out to Wayne. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's a legend. But, yeah, it's just been, it's, it's been you know, this uh, not really a breath of fresh air as per se, but kind of fresh. I mean, as I said, he was there for 10 years. Yeah. So it's just... It feels great, and the whole team, and having Troy Ellis at the helm of that show as well, and you get to hear the producers on the show, and you hear Matt, Will, and Lauren. It's just a, it's a wonderful show to wake up to, and it's um, a great vibe for me to come off the back yeah. of. Yeah, so you're still doing the 9 to 1? 9 till 12. 9 till 12. 12. Yep. Rosie's on from 12 until 3. Excellent. Yep. And yeah. Marty Shegold, incredibly funny guy. He's on a show called Fisk, and uh, he's on that, and he's just brilliant. He's just, just, he's exactly, if they were, look, they must have written that character for him because he's perfect for it. He plays pretty much a nerdy, well, not nerdy, a disinterested lawyer who's the brother of the owner of the company and he just does it perfectly. Yeah, yeah okay. He never wants to go to court, just always has a comeback. Can't use his phone like someone else we know, yeah. i.e. me. Yeah. So, yeah. Did they write that role with you in mind, did they? Well, I looked at it and I'm going, do you know what? That could be me. Disinterested, you know, can't use his phone. Yeah. Tad overweight, I don't know. Yeah. Slightly. Can you nap in your car because that's what his character does, naps in the car. I could nap anywhere. Office. I work with a guy and he can dead set say, I'm going to have a power nap and by the time the pee of nap comes out of his mouth. He's already asleep. He's already asleep. And he that's will. Yeah, absolutely. It's a talent. And he'll sleep for 10 minutes and he'll get up and go, right, let's go. I, I don't know where you work with him because there's no sleeping goes on out, out at the refinery, Tim, no, on night shift. That's true. No, it does not happen. No. Sorry, quick shout out to everyone out there at the refinery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope, uh, hope you're not listening. No, that's right. You should be out there working. Giving the game away. Sorry about that. That's it. Right, it's, uh, we've got a gig coming up too, haven't we? We do on the 1st of May, and this has worked out really well because when I got the message to come, so the fixture was a little bit up in the air. Like anybody who's a footy fan, you know, you can sync the footy fixture to your calendar, but a lot of it's still TBC. And the first TBC for that round was actually coming through now for round seven because I work for the Richmond Football Club and I host their home games. They had tentatively put the game in the afternoon on the first. I hope they've realised what's happening and they've changed their schedule. And then I, I was like, oh, well, even if it is the afternoon, that's fine. Like, I can do the footy game and come on down and do the gig at night. That's not a problem. Anyway, they've rejigged it and the game is actually on Friday night, so it's totally fine. Perfect. Yeah, but otherwise, we would have had to put a call in to, to Gil. That's Gil, remove it, mate. Um, I'm more miffed that they didn't announce this earlier because I wish I could have taken part in the um, Central Coast, yeah, the Surf Coast, um, uh, the Surf Coast Trek, rather, because that's happening on the 1st of May and I love that, the 40 kilometres and you do the the most beautiful trek 
And I would have loved to have done that. And I couldn't do it because I thought that there was going to be a footy game on the first. 40 Ks. No, you can't. 40 Ks. That's, that a, long, that's a long cab ride. Can, can you, I was going to say, can you drive it? <laughs> you definitely can drive it. Um, but yeah. Now I can't. The registrations have sold out. There's no oh, more spots. Oh, no. You took too long to get to it because of the AFL. Uh, yeah, I'm blaming Gil. Is, yeah. Yeah, is, mm. is what you're asking me to say? <laughs> no, we're definitely asking that. And, well, and I, I think you should blame the Richmond Football Club, who I don't have a lot of love for these days. Now, look. <laughs> We haven't actually. It's not that time of year for you to be blaming Gil yet. That's usually around finals time when we yeah. won't, when they won't play a final. We, we didn't get a home life. final again. That's right. It's because it, it's because your home games are played at a suburban ground. Yeah, we, right. we're not going to get into this. I know you're trying to bait me. I'm not going to rise to it. Really? I'm not interested. Really? No. You sure? I'll tell you what. I liked it better when you Richmond supporters were seen and not heard. Yeah. And that was the first 30 years of my life. And now you're all up and about. I didn't even realise there was that many of you. You've all come out of the woodwork. Yeah, well, over 100,000 memberships strong there, buddy. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm fighting a losing battle. It seems like every guest we have on now barracks for Richmond. It's like Tim's deliberately inviting them on one by one That's right. to try and wear me down. That's it. But I'm glad yeah. to be part of amazing company and a wonderful list of guests that have joined the show as a fellow Tiger Army member. That's Thank exactly you. right. And not just a member. You're, you're pretty much there every game, aren't you? You're always – I've seen you walking around the MCG, like, you know, staring the, the boys on and there. getting them I'm going. Like a, Third lower tier mascot. <laughs> do you ever get Do you ever get altercations with the other mascots? No, you know the mascot. <laughs> yeah, egos get in the way of each other. Yeah. No, no. Uh, tiger stripes and tiger sash are absolutely wonderful. No, no. I mean, and like when like when the other teams have their mascots there. Do you like? You do, know? do you remember? There's a video there of I saw once of just mascots punching on yeah. like real life punch ons. Like they get pretty yeah. fired up, don't they? That's what the crowd wants. They do mascot races and, and other bits and pieces throughout the year. Um, but it's not like in other codes of sport where you have the mascot for both teams there. So yeah, okay. in AFL, you actually only have the mascot for whoever is the home game. That never used to be the case, though. It used to always yeah. be that, that both would be allowed out on the ground. And I remember as a kid watching the Geelong half cat back then used to half always cat. like do something to the opposition mascot. Half cat? Yeah. What? Yeah. What that was, was his name, half cat. Why half cat? Well, that's what his number he had. Cut. He had on his back, instead of a number, it had one dash two underneath. It had like half and they why, called him why, half cat. Why would you call your mascot half cat? Why wouldn't you call it full cat or double cat or triple cat or the well, best cat or- Catman. 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 Yeah, cat dude. Cat gender non-specific entertainment entity. <laughs> like cat anything, just what half cat sounds like you've gone, we can't afford the full mascot, so we're just going to settle for half cat. Well, maybe he used to be conjoined twins. That's right, maybe. That's all I can put it down to. No, nah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know the actual answer. Mystery solved. Yeah, okay, we'll put it down to that. <laughs> SM. Uh, so, yep. next, so, so next Saturday night we've got a uh, massive gig, Geelong West Town Hall. Um, yeah. Massive lineup. Richard Stubbs headlining yourself. Tim here. Uh, there's there's about probably nine comics who are all like some of my favourite that I love to see. So I'm really genuinely excited about that. Um, do you know um, how people would get tickets to it? Um, they can look up locally grown funnies on Facebook. Yeah, and you're they can right. also look at try booking. As well. There is a try booking link as well. Uh, or go to the City of Greater Geelong events calendar. Oh, there we go. Or you can just do come. That. I said do that one. Go look up the events calendar of the City of City Greater Geelong. Geelong. That's you it. can't go wrong. And, uh, and, and it's going to be a ripping night, won't it? Like you, you could not walk out of there saying, oh, I haven't got my money's worth. No. Oh, yeah. 
That's a that's a massive lineup. It is absolutely huge. I mean, even just statistically, there's nine comedians, and you're paying thirty dollars for your ticket. Yeah. You could if you just like three comedians. You still don't dollars per comedian. That's amazing. Well, I, I hope to give everyone my three dollars worth <laughs> on the night. So uh, you will not be arguing about that. So. That's it. You only need to provide three dollars worth, which I very much. <laughs> if we all do that, then they've had a good night. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I I, you cannot swear on our show. Yeah, you cannot do that. We don't have a dump button. Yeah. It really gives me the shits when people do that. Yeah, so bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> it is bullshit. So, uh, mate, thanks so much for joining us. I uh, hope your throat's better. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I will come in when I'm not. I knew I should. When I plugged in the 19th of May, I was being very overzealous then. Like, I just should not. I should have been like, no, you're coming off the back of four weeks of Melbourne International Comedy Festival. You're not going to be right. Yeah, what I should do is drive two hours to Ballarat and talk. Walk for an hour. That'll right. that'll help your throat. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. But no, thank you for letting me talk to you via Facebook Messenger chat, uh, via the comfort of my bed, which I would now sink into and go straight to sleep. I think you've earned it. Thanks so much, SM, and I will see you very, very soon. Thanks, Thanks guys. You. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Play song. Yeah, go on. How about the back of my Tirana? Aussies in Hollywood. Now, I've got to say that the jingles are almost as good as the segment. I think they're better. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is, though, like, this is our first time not having our guests in the studio. Oh, yeah. So usually we get to look at their, their face and see that pain and grimace of disgust at having to listen through an Aussies in Hollywood segment. Yeah, that's right. And also disappointment that this is how they've chosen to waste their Monday night. Or, or, or their life in general. Yeah, that, you know, that their life has I've taken... I've made some pretty bad choices over the years. It's led t- me to this moment. To this moment, sitting in a studio with these two idiots. Yeah. Um, this is the last one we've got before, so we have to record some more. Uh, well, and- don't tell them that. They probably think we've got a whole library of them. <laughs> Don't worry, there's more in the locker. Is there? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, so this one, uh, one of my favourite movies of all time with one of the biggest twists. Yeah, it is probably – I remember going to see this at the movies, right? Did you pick it? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Nah. But uh, I had no idea what it was about. Yeah. Wasn't interested in seeing it. And it was like day one or day two that it was on. Yeah. And a mate just sort of said to me, I've heard this is good, let's go see it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the films that, that I've really, really genuinely walked out going – my life is so good now that I've seen that. And it's almost one of those movies you wish you could watch for the first time again. Again, yes. I, I just walked out blown away. Yeah. Because that, that scene at the end, and it's spoiler alert, I'm going to Well, hang on. You. We haven't told them what movie it is yet. Did we? The yeah. Usual Suspects. The Usual Suspects. Yeah. What a great film. 1995. Yeah. Who was in that? Kevin Spacey. Uh, Gabriel Byrne. Kevin Spacey pre-Grabby. Yeah, that's right. When we still could like him. Yeah. Um, Gabriel Byrne, Baldwin, one of the Baldwins. Yeah, and uh, Benicio Del Toro, one of his yeah. first main so, roles, I think. So. Going to flip him. Yeah. Um, uh, Pete Pothelswaite. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. He left us re- uh, Did he really? a while ago. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah. I enjoyed his work. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Uh, who else is in it? In the Name of the Father. He was in that. Oh, and that was a great film too. Wow, there's a movie that'll challenge you. 
Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. usual suspects, that scene at the end where he's walking down the street and his feet start to straighten out, his hands start to straighten out, and you realise, wow, it's him. It's him. It's just, it's one of the best It's one things. of those moments, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, uh, did we just spoil it for people? <laughs> yeah, but again, it's a bit like The Empire Strikes Back. If you if you haven't got off your ass and seen it in the last 25 years or whatever, yeah. your, the problem's yours, not ours. It's not our fault, is nah, it? You had plenty of opportunities and uh, you didn't take them. Now, at the other end of the entertainment spectrum is our take on AC out of usual suspects. Well, I imagine that this will probably win a few Oscars, what we're about to do. Well, that's right. Certainly up for consideration if the Academy is listening. Should we play it? Yep. Captain Leo wants you out of here ASAP unless you turn states. If someone wants to get you, they're going to get you out there. Hey, hey, I told you I didn't see nothing, mate. Me, Bobby, Steve, Webby, Shane, Andy, Tomo and Baz were all in the shitter at the same time. Carry day at the canteen. By knockoff, Baz's ass looked like the Japanese flag. I'm so glad we don't have to see that look of disgust. The, I wonder what Wayne thinks of that. He's probably sitting there just crying in his sweet picks right now. I don't mind that one, actually. That's that's probably my second favourite one behind the crying game one. The, the crying, crying game is definitely number one, just for that sound effect. Just it? the sound effect. And, and like we said that when we played that, that was the only reason. Just yeah. the sound effect. So are we going to keep going with that, or do you Absolutely. think it's run its course? Uh, in fact, can we play that one again? You want to play it again? Yeah, come on. Okay, let's give it another go. Captain Leo wants you out of here ASAP, unless you turn states. If someone wants to get you, they're going to get you out there. Hey, hey, I told you I didn't see nothing, mate. Me, Bobby, Steve, Webby, Shane, Andy, Tomo and Baz were all in the shitter at the same time. Carry day at the canteen. By knockoff, Baz's ass looked like the Japanese flag. <laughs> Are you laughing at your own jokes yeah, here, Tim? I, I am. It's so self-indulgent, isn't it? So what other movies could we do, right? So we, we literally have none left in the kitty at the moment. No, I did send you some through, I think. So I think uh, Casablanca, we're going to give a... Yeah, Casablanca would be good. I was thinking something like uh, Pulp Fiction or yeah, Goodfellas. Oh, Pulp Fiction's yeah. Pulp Fiction and Goodfellas can both get the treatment. I think a couple of TV shows might need a bit of treatment. I reckon Skippy could get a bit of treatment. Well, that's, that is an but Aussie show. That's an Aussie yeah. show. We can't do that, can we? I think we need, we need to put ourselves in, the, in that Hollywood scene. We'll find them. Don't worry about that. Yeah. We'll find them. Does that mean that we could go to a few Hollywood parties or, or something like that on the back of this? Do I'm surprised think? we haven't been invited already, to be honest. Yeah. Like, When's the awards season start up? Is that already been and gone? Well, we're not getting any letters, so it can't be now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have had a few people listening. Have we? Yeah, remember that? Uh, oh, we can't talk about that, can we? No, not yet. No. <laughs> not, but we will. Yeah. It, it, it made us excited that oh. someone was listening, though. I just, when we can tell you about this story, it's one of the best things that's happened on this show so far. It is, and we can't talk we about can't it. We can't talk about it's it. It's probably the only interesting thing that has happened on this show. <laughs> that's so true. And we can't tell anyone. Hey, look, should we play a, a quick song before we go? Yeah, I think so. Yep. And then we'll come back. Now, did we play In Excess before? No, I don't think so. Well, we're playing it again. Righto. In excess, one of Australia's finest entertainment exports behind Fat and Ginger. Behind us? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, what have Inexcess done on the international stage? No, that's right. They only played in front of, you know, Wembley sold out a couple of times. Yep. And the other day you were saying you had a definitive list of where uh, all the Australian artists fit in, yep. in pop culture. So where, where would you put them? 13. 13? Yep. Have we ever just talked about what was number one? Because you had Midnight Oil at 33. No. Yeah, no. Who do gurus, weren't they at 33? Midnight okay. Oil at 32. 
That's right. So we're, we're, who's, who's at one in your list? Oh, we can't, hang on. We oh, can't, yeah, we work our way up. We, sorry, we can't yeah. just, you know, whip it out at, you know, five to ten on a Monday night. It's oh, be, sorry, you're going to save that little tidbit for, for me Christmas or something. starting the show off, <laughs> you know, just in case people do want to tune into what, – what were the shows that are up against us? Um, uh, MasterChef yeah. and Master, a Big Brother, I think, is coming No, it was, it was something else had Master in the title. No, it? I don't know. Master like, Bates or something like that. It was something like that. It's all remember. the same trash, is Master, Master Lego. Lego Master. Lego Master, that's yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. So we're up against people cooking and people playing, playing Lego. Lego. <laughs> Seriously, they've put playing Lego on TV now. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't get it either, but, you know, the accounts sit around and they go, what's the cheapest way we can get the biggest amount of ratings? They go, get normal people in. Have you tried to put one of those Lego things together? Uh, which one? Well, the technical you know, ones with the, are hard. Yeah, like the, let's say like all the Star Wars ones because my kids got into that. Yeah. And trying to do it. Was a nightmare. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is watch someone else do it. <laughs> it's, it's like I don't. That's, I agree with you about renovation shows too. The worst thing you can ever do to a house is renovate it. Yeah. And then people are watching other people do it. Do it. Yeah. And you just go. Why would you? I, s- I come up with an idea uh, along those lines. Go on. Because I thought, what's the worst situation that I like being in? Yeah. It was stuck in a lift. And you put a camera in there and you get a bunch of people and you're just like, don't tell them what you're doing. Yeah. Someone just stops the lift and says, oh, look, you're stuck there for a, it, it, a day. And do you know what? That's a great idea because in essence, that's what all reality TV boils down to is get a group of people, usually a little bit dysfunctional, mm. put them in a confined space and put them under pressure. Yep. And that's what your show is. Your show is pure reality TV. I shouldn't have said that over the air. No, Someone's going to steal that now. Well, Wayne might get on it. I even had a name for it. It's got, don't say that. Don't, no, don't uh, tell it. It's got legs. You reckon? Yeah. All right. It's cheap to make. People go absolutely batshit for it, and people in the elevators will go batshit crazy. Yeah. If Colin Farrell can make a whole movie about being in a phone booth, you can a do A TV this. series about being stuck in a lift. Absolutely can. Yeah. Yep. Hey, look, that's our time. Thanks, Luke, again. Oh, Tim, it's always a pleasure, Thanks mate. Thanks to Associate Professor Dave Bade. Associate Professor Dave Bade. Thanks it's to... rolling off the tongue a lot better now. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Uh, it is. Commercial radio sensation, Sarah Marie. Sarah Cameron. Marie. Gee, she just talks smoothly oh. to us. She just goes into professional mode. and Just puts us in the shade. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She did say that once she's back on her feet that she will come and join us in the studio at some stage. Yeah, that's what uh, I'd say too. But I think she was just <laughs> saying that and now she's deleting our number as we speak. Yes, so right. thank you anyway, SM. That's it. Great to hear from you. Thank you to Wayne in Mount Mercer. Yes, Thanks, Wayne. Did I say that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mount Mercer? Not Mount Martha. No, did I say Wayne right? Yes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right, yeah. time to go in it. Thanks, Voice FM. Okay, see you Bye later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. System shut down.